What it is, guys? Your boy Alan Thumper, over Alan Eisen, bro. Today, we got the second round of the NBA playoffs, the Western Conference semifinals and the Eastern Conference semifinals. Crazy things happened. Situations were out of hand. And we're going to get straight into it. We're going to start off with the West. Number one seed, Utah versus the Clippers. And I got this one. I said Clippers in six, and they won in six. It's the only series I got right this round. You know, pretty bad, but it's funny at the same time. The huge story, though, the enormous story coming out was, you know, Kawhi, he got injured in this series. Reportedly, his ACL. The Clippers haven't said specifically it's what it is or what the injury is, and they haven't given a time frame. Some other people, like other reports, saying he's out until next year. I don't know. I just know that he was out for the last two games of this series all right Kawhi in five games averaged 27 points eight boards four assists with 50 percent from the field great stuff all right oh and two oh two down Kawhi. he's the real deal and he's out for the suns clipper series because he didn't play game one but with him out i thought it was over for the clippers bro. i thought it was over for them i thought like there's no way they're gonna beat this Utah squad but Paul George Paul George finally playoff P finally living up to his name stepped it up average got 37 16 and 5 in game 5 and in game 6 28 9 and 5 with help from Reggie who scored 27 who was vital in this series keeping them in games with 18 points per game 58% from the field and 50% from 3 and man in game 6 who dropped 39 points, hitting seven threes. Bro, what? That's what I, that was my reaction, bro, what? Like Terrence Mann, he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but you do not expect this from Terrence Mann. All right, so that was big, huge for the Clippers. This all helped take down the Jazz with a ferocious home crowd. All right, Donovan Mitchell, who played great in every game of this series except game five, averaged 35 points, five boards, five assists, 44% from the field and 45% from three. Beast scorer. Getting whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. He was being the main ball facilitator as Mike Conley was out for the series except for game six. His biggest contributors were Bojan Bogdanovich and Clarkson who both scored more than 15 points a game. And a huge disappointment for the defensive player of the game, defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Though he had a game-winning block in Game 4 when he blocked Marcus Smart, Game 5, Game 6 became a defensive liability. The irony, my guy. The irony. Reggie Jackson, Paul George were cooking him up. And Terrence Mann dunked on him. Horrible performance from Rudy Gobert. I don't know what he was thinking, man, but that's, that kind of sucks for Rudy. That kind of sucks for but the Jazz, you know, they went cold several times. And that's what got the Clippers rolling in games. I think that's really helped the, the Clippers. And that really brought down the Sun. I mean, the, the, the Jazz. And Quinn Schneider, probably going to get fired as a Jazz team, bro. They were the number one seed in the West. And they had an 0-2 lead on the Clippers. And they blew that. So I think he's probably going to get fired. But let's see what they got. All right, let's see what they got. And they Clippers face the Suns, all right? A Suns team who I was extremely wrong about, bro. The Suns dominated their series versus the Nuggets from the start. 
with a clean sweep. Devin didn't really go off this series, though he averaged 25 and he averaged also 49% from the field. And he was pretty awful from three at 31%. But his but his point guard, the point guard, CP3, balling, stepping up. 26, 5, and 10. That hits what he averaged. 63% from the field. 75% from three. Granted, he only shot two threes per game. But he was 100% from the free throw line. Now, it's insane how an old school point guard like Chris Paul averaged the most points in the series for both teams. And the main reason was his mid-range game, bro. Every time he brought the ball up... And there was no one in the mid-range. There, I mean, there was no one in the paint to block or to contest him. He'd call Aiton, DeAndre Aiton, for a pick and roll, a scream, and boom, open, switch. This happened repeatedly, and the Nuggets never put someone there to contest the shot. Pretty much killed all their chances. Supporting cast of DeAndre Ayton, Mikel Bridges, and Jake Crowder, all averaging more than 10 points, and Cameron Payne, who could fill in for CP3, when resting nuggets disappointing a lot all right they were very disappointing but not disappointing was the mvp nikola jokic averaged 25 13 and 6 48 from the field that's pretty average but 28 percent from the three that is absurd that's horrible but with those numbers shooting while he was shooting the major majority of the team shots you can see why they got pounded his second leading scorer will barton with 16 points averaging 16 points this series no criticism for barton he's out he was out there exceeding expectations but where's aaron gordon where's michael porter jr gordon barely averaged nine points for a guy who plays 29 minutes that's just atrocious bro that that's horrible but michael porter jr talented offensive player bro but he can burn out and he has no defense i and the suns exposed him defensively Shout out though to Facundo Campazzo. That's my guy. He's like 5'7 and he's out here dominating from Argentina. He's like 30 years old, 30 year old rookie, but he's five real alpha with him. But like I said, Suns versus Clippers. Game one already happened as Devin Booker went for 40, 13, and 10. And they won without CP3. Alright, so if Kawhi doesn't play this series, I like this. I like the Suns in six. Then the Suns will beat him without. Kawhi and I think it'll be in six bro even without CP3 they still won like that's pretty crazy pretty crazy but let's go off to the east so number one Sixers faced five Hawks now before I bash the Sixers I'm giving credit to the Hawks all right because I'm pretty sure no one expected them to be here in the Eastern Conference Finals I certainly did not and here they are, right? and they got a good squad with Nate McMillan as their head coach doing phenomenal things. Trey Young, Ice Trey, averaging this series 29 points, 3 rebounds, assist with relatively low percentages. 39% from the field? Ah. 32% from 3? Ah. Outrageously bad. But he still finds a way to average 29. He's like Luka, bro. He's... They are inefficient shooters who are fluky. They just keep shooting. Okay, they don't even care 
It could be like 0 for 11. They're just going to keep that after shooting. Just keep, just keep going. Not a fan of Trey, but I respect him, right? He shows little guys. Us little guys are tough, all right? He's getting bullied out there physically, but mentally, he's way out there. He's above these guys, and he still rises, right? Smaller than Ben Simmons, and look where both of them are at, and we're going to get to Ben Simmons later. But look where both of them are at. Showing for the little guys. But the Hawks moved because, I mean, you know, like moved to the Eastern Conference Finals because of the rest of the four starters. Golinari, Bogdanovich, Collins, and Campella, and Huter all averaged more than 10 points this series. All right, that's great. And with, with John Collins and Clint Campella both getting averaging 10 boards a game, that and Lou Williams in game in the game five comeback is what started that comeback. So props to Atlanta. But let's, get, let's get to the Sixers, all right? Sixers are just better, in my opinion, on paper, all right? They're just better. And they blew it off, all right? They blew it, starting off with Ben Simmons, all right? He, there's three reasons to blame. And the first one, I'm going, three main reasons to blame. And the first one is Simmons, okay? And I know everyone starts off with him, but it's true. It's him. We have to start there. He's your second best player on the Sixers. And he barely averaged 10 points. 9.9 specifically. He did average 9 assists and was great on D. But this is the playoffs. Okay. Question is, can your best players on the team create their own shots and score? That's the main thing in the playoffs. He obviously cannot okay he's scared of the three-point line he's scared of perimeter shots and he's scared of the three-throw line he's just scared of shooting in general zero percent from three because he never even attempted three and 33 percent from the free throw line that's asinine numbers asinine okay y'all seen that when he didn't want to dunk in the fourth quarter because he was frightened they were going to foul him no no you can't have that i said this before today today is popular there's a bunch trending trade ben simmons but i said this last year in the bubble a specific question i'm gonna you know i'm gonna shout him out for espn's first take one of the questions was it's something in the lines of would you would you keep this sixers duo or trade one of them okay and obviously the answer is we gotta trade one of them and if you're doing which one are you going to trade? It's Ben Simmons. And I said this last year, right? This duo ain't going to work. You have to trade Ben for a point guard who can shoot. And I say Dame. And it's because of the situation in Portland. Is he going to win there? Is he not? I don't know. There's also people been saying that trade. Uh, that's all about their situation. But I think Dame is probably the best one. Because of his situation in Portland, bro. If he goes to the Sixers with Joel Embiid, oh, bro, that's and with that helping a supporting cast, that's good. That's be great for Dame. But let's see what happens, right? But the other reasons, the other factors for this Philly collapse was Embiid. Now Embiid, though, he played great. Are right? averaging 30 points, 13 boards, four assists, with two blocks a game? It was 47% from the field and. 36% from three, that's pretty bad. His criticism in this series was though, he couldn't close out games. 
when needed in that ATL comeback. He missed free throws that could have stopped the bleeding, but obviously he didn't make them. And Doc Rivers, who has blown games and series, didn't make necessary adjustments. All right. One of them keeping Ben in the game during crunch time, and they would hack a Ben. So it was bad. It was all bad. But shout out Seth Curry, second leading scorer for the Sixers, 20 points he aver- 21 points he averaged this series. He carried Sixers that time. But when Joel was mediocre, he had 36 in game five. 36 points. Seth Curry. So, you know, it's, 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 it's bad. It, it, I don't know. Atlanta has the Bucks, who just beat the Nets. And we're going to get on to that series right now. The Nets versus the Bucks. I'm going to get my prediction now at the end of this one. But let's say it, bro. I'm going to say it right now. And I'm going to say it, bro. I'm going to say it right now. Kyrie, if Kyrie doesn't get injured or a 100% Harden is playing. Bucks ain't winning this series. I'm sorry. All right, y'all seen? Sorry, not sorry. Y'all seen with Bucks with the with the Bucks squad fully healthy and Harden out. The Nets with KD and Kyrie leading the way manhandled them. They destroyed them, annihilated them to get a 2-0 lead. But then when Kyrie went down and KD had to carry him. I mean, had to carry the team with him. He had to average 35 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, 50% from the field, and 35% from 3. With the stellar performance game 5, 49 points, 17 boards, 10 assists, 49 points on 23 shots. Bro, think of that number. That's absurd. That's outrageous. That's monstrous. Insane. And it's all spontaneous for him. His stats are all so great. Like they're out of this horrible. So I'm not gonna kill KD for losing this series. No. Kyrie only playing three games. And he got injured in the fourth game. He averaged the second most points for the Nets at 20 points. He didn't even play game four to game seven. Okay, that just adds the evidence to my case of how with Kyrie, they would have won the series. And adds how pathetic the supporting cast for the Nets has been for KD, except Jeff Green, who in the game, who in game five, scored like seven threes, something like that. Other than that, atrocious supporting cast, bro. Harden, I think they rushed him to getting in the game, and I, mean, I kind of don't blame him. They need they need someone there to help out uh, KD, but he did he barely helped him. Rarely helped him, bro. He he did look bothered by his hamstring, but I think if he was 100%, Nets still would have won. But I'll give I'll give some credit to Milwaukee, cause game three they played really tough. All right, PJ made it real and physical with KD that gave him that gave them time on life support now Giannis stats of 32 13 and 4 averaging the series 57 percent from the field it looked great but he was 25 percent from three and 48 percent from the free throw line and he made some questionable series 
decisions, like game time decisions, during the series. Now I love him. Okay, he's not one of my favorite players, but I, I just love the guy. I gotta be objective, bro. Horrible shooter. You could question his IQ sometimes, bro. When he drives, though, nobody stops him, and that's what he did. All right, I stopped shooting a bunch of weird jumpers and just started driving and slamming and layups, and he got way better. His partner, Chris Middleton, huge in the series when they needed him because sometimes he was straight trash, but in crunch time, 24, 9, and 4, 40% from the field, 37% from three. Drew Holiday sometimes stepped up, 15 and 6, 15.6 assists, and shout out to PJ Tucker who defended KD pretty well. Bucks versus Hawks. I got the Bucks in six. Now the Hawks have proved me wrong two times, okay, but they, I mean, the Knicks, they're just, I don't know. And the Sixers though, that was a fluke one, okay, I think that was fluky. And the Bucks are just better than the Hawks, okay? And another reason, bro, this is Giannis. This is Giannis Antetokounmpo's golden opportunity. If he doesn't win a chip now with how the cards are set up right now, he will never win a chip in Milwaukee. He has to get this done. I'm thinking he's going to get it done. Okay. So let's get it. So that was the last, guys. That was the end of the episode. Hope you guys like it, bro. Listen, I got the conference final thing. I'll have a guest for the conference finals. So we're ready up to this one. See y'all in 